Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Academy Award-nominated production designer Hannah Beekler created the expansive world of Wakanda in Best Picture nominee Black Panther. And with the nomination, she became the first African-American ever nominated in the category. In today's podcast, we spoke with Hannah about topics including her historic nomination, her career, and her experience during Oscar season. I'm Carolyn Giardino. Welcome to The Hollywood Reporter Behind the Screen. In addition to Black Panther, which received seven Oscar nominations, Beekler previously collaborated with director Ryan Coogler on Creed and Fruitvale Station. Her production design credits also include Barry Jenkins' Best Picture Oscar-winning film Moonlight, Beyonce's Lemonade, and Todd Haynes' upcoming Dry Run. So Hannah, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Now, I know you're from Ohio. Would you tell us a little bit about your background and how you became a production designer? Well, in Ohio, I grew up sort of outside of Dayton, which is sort of central Ohio. And it was a little rural. My dad was an architect. My mom was an interior designer, and he had designed this house out in the middle of the woods on some, you know, about 15 acres. So we kind of grew up that way. We had horses. It was the 70s, so in the 80s, it sort of was my prime. So that's, I grew up sort of in this sort of weirdly in this sort of isolated art world. My aunt was a, a painter, so my, my mom would always have art openings for all the local artists at our house. And so I was around it all my whole life. Being able to visualize something, going to construction sites with my dad and him telling me like, okay, this is, you have to be able to see like through the framing what the walls are and what the room are and sort of always talking to me about like okay this is the bathroom and I had to understand at a very early age like how a home was put together how a space was put together so it was, it was very easy for me to walk into an empty space and, and visualize so it kind of came easy when I started thinking about production design in college I went back to college after I had my son so late 20s mm-hmm. in Dayton at Wright State University and that's sort of where I realized I wanted to be a production designer, which is sort of full circle with, you know, being back home and my being back, you know, where my dad sort of taught me everything and sort of coming to this realization after the long journey of figuring out what I wanted to do, that it was actually sort of in the same realm as how I grew up was very um, profound and telling in a way that, you know, was like, oh, full circle. (laughs) And what was your first film that you worked on? 
the very first thing was a very small like lifetime movie and it was in yellow springs ohio and it was maybe like four weeks long and i was there was like three of us in the art department so we kind of did everything it was like one location though so it was like we had to do this house and it was this, this farmhouse that had been abandoned so it was really gross there was like mice everywhere and we had to make it look like you know someone lived there and it was just oh it was awful but we were you know we made it work the three of us so i was it's like if i enjoy this <laughs> exactly. then this is probably the place for me so yeah so let's go back to January 22nd, Oscar nominations mm -hmm. morning, and you received your historic nomination. What has that meant to you? Oh, a lot. You know, it's, you kind of, it's hard to explain the feelings sometimes as you're having them because it's, it's sort of all the feelings in different waves and different moments. But I think I was working, I was on set on the Todd Haynes film. So we were opening a set and I kind of went back to the catering area and when I found out and I was just, you know, kind of screamed and the art director that's working with me on that, Jesse Rosenthal, was on Panther with me as well. So we hugged and, you know, my agent called me Juanita and I cried a lot and just thinking about, you know, sort of the journey to that point of Panther itself. And then just, you know, when I was met Ryan and, and that journey as well. Right. So because you worked with him since for Val Station. Yeah. Yep. So it's 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 you know, it's very heavy at moments and then you're like, this is like the best day ever in the world, <laughs> ever, 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 ever. And then you're just joyous and you know, you understand like what the gravity of that honor is. And for me to be getting something an honor like this, a nomination like this, sort of early in my production design career is sort of amazing and it was never something that was expected we just did this movie from our hearts and you know that i think says a lot for for the response to the film right and you've really inspired a lot of people with this nomination i think <laughs> for the next generation yeah you know and that's a big and that's a big part of the responsibility of this is to continue use the platform to springboard into things that not only inspire the next generation but give them opportunities that I didn't so much have and then the people before me didn't so much have you know we sort of create the opportunities as we go and we need to seize the moments and play on them for the the next generation that are coming up and also in my in my craft just let people know that this is an option this is here for you. This is, you know, a craft that can do and take you so many places. So, you know, one of your initiatives, you've started a scholarship program. Mm -hmm. Would you tell us about that? At my alma mater, Wright State University, I started a scholarship and it was really in dedication to a friend of mine, Carol Trevino, who passed away and she was in the film program with me at that school. So it's it's for juniors and seniors for their futures to help them move on. And then there's a, another uh, scholarship for the greater area of Dayton for high crime, low income areas for kids who are seniors to write an essay and show their work. And so it's a scholarship for anyone wanting to go on in communications, media, or film work, you know, so it's a start. And I would like to start a fund where we can bring in other filmmakers to talk to kids about their jobs, what they do, sort of give them on the ground, a real world, real time information and 
inspiration and so that's that's you know I hope that something like this grows and grows and I would love to use something you know like this this nomination I'll use the nomination as much as I can to help spread that and bring people I know into this and and hopefully that's something that you know can just keep spreading and you know people will be doing it in their own hometowns and and you know and even if it's a little it's it's a lot so I think that there's a responsibility to make sure that the next generation is getting the those opportunities Right. And let's talk a bit about Black Panther. Mm -hmm. The impact that this film has had has been extraordinary. What does that film mean to you? And did you have a sense of how big it was going to be when you were working on it? No. I mean, we had our heads down. We were working. We were in the world. You spend 24-7 in that world. You kind of become that world. And so, you you know, you're not the outside world. Of course, it's there. And many things happened during that time that we were on the film in the outside world that may or may have not influenced sort of how we continued forward with the design of it. But you don't really think, you just want to make a good film, really. You know, I didn't want to like, oh, I did something horrible and everybody hates it. You know, I didn't. And I also felt like I want to do I want to do right by the subject matter. I wanted to do right by Marvel and Ryan, the community, the continent, the narrative. So that's what I was doing. You know, I wasn't thinking about what happened at all or that that was even something that would happen. Well, it was a huge task for all of you. But I mean, in your case, I mean, you were creating this entire imagined world. How did you even start? (laughs) The first thing I did was sit down with Ryan and he sort of told me stories and talked to me about what he saw. And it was always about the people. You know, his stories were always about how the people reacted to the spaces around them. So, you know, I paid much attention to that and how you approach design. And a big part of it was coming up with a design language. Ryan wanted it to feel like you could feel the differences in different parts of Wakanda as a country mm-hmm. and sort of why Jabari are different, you know, that was the, the gorilla tribe, you know, on the mountain. So they had to feel different. So we wanted to come up with a really specific design language. And that's when we sort of, we, we traveled to South Africa. We gathered, you know, all of the information that we could culturally, the people, the traditions, the land, the geology around me, the fauna, the flora, everything, you know, and the differences between the different parts of, of South Africa because we, we traveled all the way up to Ladysmith and back down to Cape Town. I did that twice, <laughs> and it's beautiful. So all of that, you know, is how you kind of start. And really the very first thing is where is Wakanda located on the continent? That was the first thing. I was like, well, we got to figure out where it is because that then dictates who migrated to that land. 10,000 years ago, it dictates what the environment looks like. So we wanted to be very true to everything as well. We didn't, we were making a fictional country, but we weren't in a way. We were making something that could very well be there if you go and look in that spot and see (laughs) if you get through the hologram, because if you try, you'll, you'll explode. (laughs) So that's really where you start. And then you go to the people and that's how you start the design and the history of the continent and, and the history of the different languages and all over the continent. I mean, Africa is huge and you try to pay homage and you try to stay true to that and break the narrative. 
did you have a favorite scene or set? I did. I you know everything was my favorite. I always you know, but there was probably two that I could point to for different reasons that were my favorite, and that would be Shuri's lab, because it's where we kind of had our sort of most of our technology. You sort of saw how it was being made, and you sort of saw the process of how vibranium oh, and what it looked like set. yeah what it looked like before it was a captain america's shield so that was really cool and that was really fun and, and Shrey is amazing you know and she came onto the set and she just ran around and gave me a big hug and she's like this is so dope <laughs> this is so dope and she was so excited because all the way through shooting her set was kind of last she's like man what does my set look like what does my set look like I'm like you're not it's gonna be good you're gonna love it she's like okay you know so she was all nervous and stuff and when she saw it I was so excited because she was so happy with it so that was really a fun set to do it was huge and it was just everything that yeah as a designer you want to be able to do. The entire suit sits within the teeth of the necklace. Strike it. Not that hard, genius. You told me to strike it. You didn't say how hard. I invite you to my lab and you just kick things around. Well, maybe you should eh? make it a little stronger. Eh, eh. The nanites absorb the kinetic energy and hold it in place for redistribution. Strike it again in the same spot. You're recording. For research purposes. Delete that footage. My other favorite set was in Baku's throne room, which was the one with all the birch yeah, logs hanging. Yeah, that was incredible, too. You know, yes. and that one, because it was so hard to find, you know, we really had to dig in and... It was one of the last sets as well. So, you know, we had some limitations for that one. And with that comes, you know, you're forced into a different creative box. And we wanted it to feel very different from everything else. So it took us a minute. And then we changed the location. It was in the jungle. <laughs> and one day Ryan said to me, he's like, you know what? After we got back from South Africa, because we were at the Sentinel Mountains and it was winter. So there was snow-capped mountains and we had walked up like 6,000. You know, we were about, you know, altitude 6,000 we walked up the mountain and, you know, snow everywhere. And I'm like, we're in Africa. Why is it snowing? And um, he's like, I want Jabari to be in the mountains. I wanted to be in the Sentinel Mountains in the snow. And I was like, wow, that's super different. And uh, I was, you know, I had been concepting stuff in the rainforest. So it was like different direction, different mindset. And so we had to start working with that. And so it was. It took a little more time, and we were right up against the wire on having to have that design finished. And so it quickly became my favorite because of that, because it was a different muscle. And it turned out beautifully. The simplicity, I wanted it to stay simple, and I think it worked. Well, uh, Your Highness, the new king is a U.S. <gasps> uh, the new king... <laughs> You cannot talk. One more word, and I will feed you to my children. I'm kidding, we are vegetarians. <laughs> so let's talk about just the last couple of weeks. You've been to the nominees lunch, you've mm. been to a few parties this week yeah. already. What has this experience been like? I'm just enjoying it. It's like a dream. It's, you know, you work in the industry and, and, and you have sort of your, your mission and the things that you love to do and you work on. And then, you know, you have that, like, the 
teen in me, <laughs> you know, the sort of 15-year-old in me is like at these amazing parties in rooms with, you know, powerful women who are lifting each other up and you feel this love and it's just relaxed. We were at Diane von Furstenberg's over in Beverly Hills at her beautiful home and the grounds are just like, it's, it's dreamlike, you know, you are on cloud nine, you are in awe of the people around you and the moment. So I'm just allowing myself to just soak it in, be present, enjoy it, enjoy the company of these people, these talented women and men, and then, you know, party a little <laughs> and dress up and do that, you know, dresses and heels and jewelry. And so that it's all been so much fun and and it's a, it's a much welcomed break from work. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anyone in particular that you're hoping to meet in the next few days? I mean, everybody that I've met so far, it's like, I don't know. It, it keeps, everywhere I go, it keeps being topped, you know? So I don't know who might be next. I, I am not shy about grabbing people and being like, hey, <laughs> I love you. I know I'm crazy fan. I'm fangirling right now, you know? But my son and I make it sort of a game to be like, okay, well, who do you see? You know, like, okay, go, you know, and I'll go up to being like, I just want to let you know I really love you. You know, I met Jeff Goldblum. That was awesome. He's a unicorn. He's fabulous. His energy is just awe-inspiring. Glenn Close. I'm like, I'm talking to, I'm looking around like, does anybody see this? Like, the, I won't be able to prove it to anybody <laughs> unless there's witnesses. I'm talking to Glenn Close. And she's a lovely Lady Gaga. I mean, come on. And <laughs> so it's been like, wow. And so it's the, the kid in me, the fan in me, that I'm still a fan of film and music and art. So when you meet people who have inspired you throughout your career that have kept you on track and kept you going through their art, what can you say? It's amazing. Is there a type of film or a genre that you haven't had a chance to work on yet but would like to? A big period piece. And, and, and in that, I, you know, I did Miles, which was period, but I, when I say period piece, I mean, you know, 19th century, 18th century period piece. And I don't think that right now people kind of look at me for that, you know, but I'm hoping to be able to figure that one out and, and, and be able to do that. You've already shown so much range. I don't <laughs> think there's anything that you can't do. <laughs> It would be awesome. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I sort of feel the same way sometimes. <laughs> but I would love that. So that and, like, a James Bond movie. Oh, that would be fun. Because <laughs> yeah, I love James Bond, and I have always loved James Bond, you know. And it's like, and I think they are fun. And, I, again, it stretches a different muscle and a different way of approaching a story. And I also love working with different directors. You know, I love sort of stretching that muscle, too, and seeing how different creatives, what their processes are. So that's also sort of very interesting to me. You know, I got my list, if anybody's listening. <laughs> I've got my list. What have you learned working with Ryan Coogler in particular? Oh, everything. Ryan's, you know, I always say Ryan comes from the sun and humanity. I've learned humanity, how to love people again, and how to tell stories while they're incredibly fun, you know, Creed and Black Panther specifically, also encapsulate an emotion and capture 
the essence of, of people and what we really want and who we are. So it's like this strange combination where, and I think it's because he has such a different perspective on the world that he sees things that a lot of people don't see because he sees people. And that's a muscle you also have to stretch. Sometimes you forget. And so he's made me a better human being and better at my craft because of that. That's special. So I, I know you have some important people that you're bringing with you on Sunday. Would you share that? Yes. So my my very closest best friend for many years, Carol Trevino, we were in film school together. And then when I went down to Louisiana, she had come down and started working on films as well. She wanted to be a producer. And she was killed in a car accident leaving a film set. Died pretty instantly. And that was a huge, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not over it. It's been 11 years. And she had three children at the time. You know, in film school, we would, you know, as we were writing scripts and, you know, she wanted to direct and be a producer, and we would talk about, you know, all the different types of films we would work on. And she would always say, like, I'm going to I'm gonna get Oscar Hannah one day, you know, for her best picture. So, you know, she, she passed, and, um, you know, life keeps grinding on. And I tried to dedicate as much as I can to her memory to keep that alive. So her mother, I'm bringing her mother to the Oscars, she's 90, Cordelia, in honor of her daughter, because Carol can't be the one to walk her down the carpet, so I will. I hope that it's a very special day for you on Sunday, and thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.